Hey everyone, welcome to the Neighborly Podcast. My name is Cody and I'll be your host. In this series, I'll chat with old and new friends about entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and business. everyone. Today, I'm excited to have a true community first professional, a 40 under 40 recipient, entrepreneur and success specialist. Uh, welcome to the show, Maddie. Thank you, Cody. I was just saying before you started recording, I love how you're doing <laughs> this daily podcast. It's so cool. Thank you. Hopefully I can stick with it. right now because I lived in Niagara for a while um, and then I recently moved to Hamilton so I'm trying to like kind of balance both Um, but yeah I just think it's really important for people to be connected to their community because it's very easy for people to just go to work or go to school and then go home watch Netflix hang out with friends and for me I found a lot of my friends when I volunteered in, in the community like pretty much everyone, like I'm pretty sure we met at some something yeah. in the community. Um, so I just think a lot of it is like, instead of for me and no shame if people did this in university, but instead of like going out, I would go to community events. <laughs> Sounds very, very nerdy, but I really like the idea of, you know, connecting with your community. Cause I think we kind of lose that sometimes in the busyness of life. And also like that whole idea of like being an individual. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good to like find that in community. So I just finished my last term of YWCA Niagara, sadly, because I'm starting, you know, I I live and work outside of Niagara now, but I'm involved with YWCA Hamilton as well. Um, Yeah. And I found a lot of my other volunteer opportunities and just like running workshops for free for, for organizations and for, for groups as well. I really, really like speaking and, and sharing strategies and tips. So that's kind of how it's evolved for me. That's great. Um, yeah, YWCA, uh, amazing company, and it's nice that they have a chapter local to you. Um, I think, I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, no shame for people that can go out and 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 do other social activities in in university. But I would I would imagine that being that involved in the community early on really helped you succeed in the future. Like it was there was. Um, the, there was a return on on your time spent there, right? I don't want to yeah, use ROI no, because I hate no. it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really that's a really really good way of kind of explaining it for sure. Like I wouldn't change that like ever. Um, you know, I don't I don't regret maybe spending like for example when I was doing entrepreneurial things at Brock, like I would spend like weekends doing like hackathons and working on, on my business, um, yep. which can seem like not fun for some people, but I really don't <laughs> regret like changing the priorities around and like hustling in different areas. So 
That's amazing. Um, jumping into entrepreneurship. So um, I know when I got out of school, I had a, a quick little internship at Innovate Niagara. And one of the companies that was there was Cattle, which you worked with for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they, they did amazing. Uh, they left the, the Innovate program and I'm sure you could talk more about it. But um, on top of that, you also founded your own company. So can you talk about first the company that you founded and then um, a bit about Cattle? Yeah. So um, when I was at university, like when I was at Brock, I took political science. So like right. nothing to do with business. So a lot of people were <laughs> a little bit shocked or confused that, that I, when I told them I wasn't a business major. Um, but yeah, I started a company called Campus Brainiac. So nice. we connected um, like students in need of like extra tutoring or extra help with certain courses. And we'd connect them to other students who were excelling in that course or who already did that course and did well in it. Um, so it was super, like such a fun experience. Like I got to do pitch competitions. I won a scholarship to work on the company, like all summer long. Wow! And yeah, it was, it was, it was really, (laughs) it was awesome. And we got really good traction at Brock and we were like trying to expand to different universities as well. Um, but I'm going to be honest, it was the tech piece. And it's funny that now I'm working directly with front end developers. Um, (laughs) but it was the tech piece that we just didn't have a good team in terms. Well, we had a good team, but we didn't have a good tech part of our team to really like take that to the next level so I always tell people starting businesses like make sure you have a technical founder it literally would have changed the game for us if we had (laughs) someone like actually on the team that could that could you know provide the goods of a, a really good app um but yeah again I know it's kind of people would view that as like a failure that I'm not doing it now and it ended. No, but I don't, (laughs) I don't, that's a whole other podcast talking about failures, but I don't consider that a failure. Uh, But that's how I have to have you back on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love talking about failure. Um, But yeah, and like through that experience, I, uh, I met cattle because I was in, I was working with Innovate Niagara and like I would go to different networking events and Ransom, the CEO of cattle would always be there. Mm-hmm. And I had a, it actually was when I was, I had an internship in Toronto right after I graduated and I needed a job when I came back to Niagara and they took a chance on me, which was Amazing. awesome. So it was really nice <laughs> working um, where it was only for a short, a short time. And then I moved okay. on to a role at Niagara college, but it right. was a really cool opportunity, like working for a startup and seeing like all the different facets of it. Cause right. like, if, as it was such, it was a small team, like you saw everything that happened in every yeah. facet of the company. And again, I know everyone says this, but it's super cool that they're from Niagara too. And that right. they stayed in St. Catharines. Yeah. Um, can you, can you just, uh, for our listeners, sorry, I did a poor job at this, but can you explain what cattle is? I hope I do this justice. Um, oh my goodness. It would be better I, than me. So, so go um, for it. I mean, I, when I was working there, okay. I know, I yes. know it's probably, probably different now, but I was, when I was working there, it was kind of like a customer research company like they would work with obviously consumers to give you know uh coupons out and do surveys for certain certain um certain products but then they would work with companies and provide data data and insights back on on the like on the customers buying those products that they put on the app that's a very simple simple uh that's perfect you should actually (laughs) you should get ransom on the podcast that's what you should do that would be amazing (laughs) and and it's so funny that you talked about you know a small team and you got to see everything because I remember being in that office. Usually every company that was there uh, in the incubator only got a room. So I remember 
Cattle's room was like there was just a really small room and like every wall had someone on it working. So you probably could literally just turn your head and see what, you know, the accounting's doing, the the CEO, <laughs> the marketing. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. It was, no, it was a cool experience. And like, again, coming, I think I did it a little bit backwards. So like I, I started a company and I worked for a startup. So it was right. good to see like the flip of, of different processes. So yeah. That's amazing. Um, so, so from PolySci and, and kind of your entrepreneurship adventures, you kind of went down, well, you went up to academia, right? Mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. you also went back to school and was it, is it a diploma of human resources? It, it was, it was a postgraduate certificate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was at Niagara college. Um, and you worked so far for Niagara college, Brock university, uh, Brock university, you started a program, right? you helped bring a program on. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's funny when you're like listing the the organizations (laughs) I've been with because there's been a lot more. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah, we can go on. That's another podcast is your your work experience. So. But uh, yeah, so at Brock, really, really exciting. So uh, through their co-op career and experiential education uh, program, um, I got brought on to manage Talent Bridge, which was a new program um, that connected final year students to job readiness training, to industry specific training. So we would focus on like a specific industry and then connect students to employers that were looking to hire grads from the program. So the first industry we were in uh, was insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was really awesome. We started like a cohort of like 10 grads, 10 students, Amazing. and they went through like 10, 10 weeks of programming. Um, so we brought in like guest speakers. We did different sessions like that. We can, we did like interview prep, resume prep, all that good stuff. Um, but it's crazy because when COVID happened, it got brought all virtually. So right. I couldn't, I can't even imagine what it would have been like if COVID, like, I mean, you can't really think that way anyways, no. <laughs> but virtually it like really, it changed the whole premise of the premise of the program, but it was really cool. Like seeing just some of the feedback from grads, like from like their post-secondary experience and like knowledge gaining, and then what they got from this very like professional facing program. So it right. was a really, it was a really, really good experience. Awesome. Um, l- let's get into to COVID because, uh, you- can you just uh, describe your position now? Because you're at an institution called, is it Juno? Yeah, Juno. Juno, yep. yes. And yep. and it really talks about, and, and from what I've seen from uh, content that you've shared, it is really focusing on pivoting right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, like, I love the online institutions. Um, I went uh, to BrainStation to take SEM and SEO and analytics. I found it great. Uh, I'm doing online courses right now from another institution. Um, I think it's great for people to get multiple skill sets, even if it's not something they're necessarily in right now, or Mm -hmm. if they're unemployed or looking for a job, but the market isn't really good, um, especially in a time like this with COVID. A lot of companies, you know, are kind of bootstrapped with with cash and 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 don't want to spend or or take the chance on some people right now um it's a great time to to look at other opportunities um so so let's talk as a success specialist um what what is the role you you provide right now at juno and and do you have any tips for people that might be looking to transition into a new role yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So Juno College, like so awesome. I actually found out about them because my partner was doing 
part-time courses with them. Like awesome. Web development, <laughs> like intro to web development, like part-time course during the evenings. And I saw a job posting and it was like career success specialist. And I was like, you know what? Like, cause I really, I love career coaching. And again, this could be a whole other conversation of just like setting like that goal, that overarching goal for yourself. And my goal right. was to always coach. Like I love to coach. So I went for it and it was just a really good fit. But yeah, essentially what I do is um, we have a couple like options for people to do a Juno. So they could do one of like our Con Ed courses or they could do our immersive boot camp. So that's nine okay. weeks full-time at the end you're a front-end developer you're proficient in like html css react wow. javascript yeah a whole bunch of other things <laughs> um like a really big focus is like accessibility as well which is awesome uh but after they're done that they come to um myself or like one of my peers as well and we put them through like a four-week uh program called career labs and then okay. we coach them through the process so juno has a very very intensive job search process that's for, amazing like, yeah, you get a spreadsheet where you have to put who you're applying for, like the follow, like follow-ups are really, really important for us as well. So yeah, I pretty much just meet with people, like build them up if they need it, give them any tips they need or any kind of like, a lot of the times people know what they need to do, but they just need that like second opinion and that push as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a real, like I, I can, I can really say like, I love my job, um, yep. which is awesome. But yeah. So, and then the pivot. Oh yes. Yeah. We have the, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I asked a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. So what we're seeing now, cause we go through cohort. Mm -hmm. So right now we're okay. on cohort 30 of all time of Juno. And then previously it was called hacker you. Um, okay. yeah. So long, like a lot of people that have been career changing, but now we're seeing that people got laid off around, you know, March, April. And they're mm -hmm. like, okay, what do I like, what do I do now? Do I like try to like look for a job within my field? But for many of them getting laid off was kind of that push, that push they needed for lack to of a do better something. Job. Yeah. <laughs> something about maybe like their, their unhappiness in their previous role. Right. Um, so for example, I, did an Instagram video a couple of days ago of someone that just got a job um, in my cohort. He used to be a chef and now he's a front end developer. Wow. So, that's a switch. Right. <laughs> so you see, like, there's been a lot of, like, there's someone right now, there's another job seeker I'm working with who has his doctorate in music and right, he's wow. like in guitar. So he's obviously an incredible guitarist, but he made the switch and he's job searching right now, but he brings such a unique set of skills that you wouldn't usually think as a front end developer. Cause usually right. those are people that went to computer, that went into computer science and then went into, you know, a role at a company. Um, so yeah. And Juno's really big on like equity and representation. So usually we try to keep our, like our cohorts are like 50, 50 male identifying, female identifying, and also trying to keep that like, uh, diversity up with like racialized, um, racialized and LGBTQ plus individuals as well in awesome. our cohorts. So yeah, it's really like changing the face of tech as you go and not just like putting in the same people into the tech industry that they're always right. has been. Um, right. but yeah, for anyone thinking of making that switch, like it's really about understanding who you are first. I think that's right. the number one step is like, you don't want to just go do what just go do something for the sake of doing it. you got to take the time and be like, what do I love doing? Like, I have a really good friend that's took a movement, started doing, um, uh, movement classes and like okay. how to like actually how to teach movement, like being a movement instructor, sorry. And she's realizing like, if she could, like, if she could do something, she would be a mo movement instructor. And she did that during COVID, which is so amazing. Um, and she realized like she got to know herself. She realized this is what she wanted to, that she, this okay. is what makes her happy. But yeah, I think it's like the better you, better, you know, what you don't want to do it's 
as uh, that's as good as knowing what you definitely want to do right um if that makes any <laughs> sense at all no no but, no it does it does and it's about like network and like i mean that people hate the word networking but it really is about like looking on linkedin looking on instagram like reading researching and seeing right. like all the cool avenues that people can go into right. um Cause like front end development, for example, you never would like, you never would know unless you did your research and you looked around and exactly. Like, it's almost like building like a skills repository for yourself and being like, what am I good at? Like really right. simply like having a real conversation with yourself and being like, what am I good at? Cause we're all good. We're all good. Great at something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, it's a scary time to switch careers, but I really have seen like great results from people that, that did it the right way. Right. Awesome. So yeah, understand who you are and, and to go deeper into that kind of understand what you don't want to do because a lot of people have a lot of things that they would want to do. Right. So if you can start to do a process of elimination and take the things that you really don't want to do, right. That helps you to move forward. Um, also networking. That's amazing. Yeah. The word has kind of been overused, but it makes sense, especially in a virtual aspect. I think you probably have a better chance of getting in contact with someone virtually than having them over coffee or a beer or something, just because oh, it takes so less effort, right? Uh, especially if that person's at a higher position or is very uh, busy. Um, yeah, so so uh, from what you're doing now, what, what kind of trends do you see in the market, right? Because we talk, a lot of people talk about, you know, the, the businesses that are suffering and there are a lot. There's a lot of sectors that are suffering uh, and it's unfortunate, but there are a lot of sectors that are doing well. And one thing we, we realized once March hit and the pandemic came across and everyone was sent home was how important a virtual uh, ecosystem is for business. Um, a lot of the companies that said or thought they could never go fully uh, at home work are now changing their mind and changing their tune towards that, right? Um, so I'm sure there was a big surge of uh, employment in those sectors, right? Especially when you look at front-end development and et cetera. Can, can you speak on that? Do you have any? Yeah, well, firstly, I will say, I think every single industry was impacted. Like right. as much as like before COVID, like front-end development for, or any tech roles were booming. Like, it, like everyone needed a coder for like, right. <laughs> I put that in like in air quotes. Yes. But no. <laughs> even even yeah, even that took a hit though. Like even that like of companies like not being able to like hire who, like as many people as they wanted to. Another shift that I'm seeing is also companies hiring more senior roles. Okay. So at this and maybe it's like maybe it's prioritizing. Like I would love to like talk with some like bigger companies, like HR departments to see what the strategy is, but maybe it's just simply, if we're going to hire someone, we need to hire someone that can like onboard quickly, that right. can maybe do more tasks. If we pay them more money, <laughs> they'll take on right. a bigger, like, <laughs> bigger portfolio maybe. Yeah. Um, but I also find it interesting just like the amazing shifts that a lot of companies have been taking, like even in terms of like, um, I know grocery deliveries like straight to your home was a thing before COVID, but even just how like it's gotten so much more bigger, like you have Willa, for example, which probably yeah. was already, I think was already in the works before COVID, like I said, um, but like Shopify, like a boom in people building Shopify stores. Right. Um, and I also have seen, and this isn't necessarily a sector, but I think it's going to grow of people doing side hustles, like people yeah. getting 
like very creative and like people you never would have thought are doing like clay earrings they're doing cool like graphics <laughs> they're doing, you know I, like yeah so i would never be able to do we'll that. get those people on the show don't worry don't worry yeah i'm the most yeah i'm the most un i'm the most like physically uncreative person ever like oh, mine, come on. okay i can't do like i'm i can't even paint properly on like a piece of paper but um yeah i feel like you're definitely going to see like an uptick in people doing um doing their own like doing their own side hustle as well um i don't know that doesn't exactly answer your question i think like we won't really know until the dust settles a bit but there's obvious there's obvious industries that have been hit so hard hospitality obviously yeah tourism obviously um (laughs) yeah like there's there's no way around it but, but i am seeing it like apart from being in like a lockdown i i am seeing like a lot of like cool like companies in hamilton really innovating and you know yep. shifting like their offers and like all that good stuff so that's really really nice to see and nice to see that like people are supporting and like ordering takeout etc right. um but yeah and one sorry i wanted to mention one other thing okay yeah as well like from the pre- from the previous question you asked is that I feel like one of the big, and this isn't an inter- industry shift necessarily. I think it's like the human capital shift, like the people okay. who would call themselves employees. But I think a lot of people our age are realizing that they hate their job. Every yes. single week when I meet, <laughs> when I, when I talk to a friend or whatever, random conversations, people are always like, I hate my job. Right. I need I need a new job. I don't like what I'm doing. Um, feeling like, I don't know where this is going to take me. Most Now's of it is just literally like, I hate my job. But right. yeah, I think it's like, it's called success disaster. Like when you're really just in a job to pay the bills. And obviously Ooh, that like is that. important. <laughs> yeah. Success, honestly, success. Yeah. It's amazing. But it's like, obviously people like you need to pay the bills and there's like, there's a really fine line. Like you've got to pay the bills, but you also got to do what makes you happy. Right. And that's why I think you see a rise of people doing side hustles because you need that outlet of something if you hate your job so i'm i'm really interested to see how like the next year couple years kind of roll out especially for people in our age bracket for sure and what what comes out of it Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah that that's a really good point i know a few people who who dropped um dropped jobs and, and took on their own thing i actually had um a good friend of ours greg on the show yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i know greg yeah he didn't hate his job but he was looking for something new and he left a pretty sound stable job in this environment right now um and started doing coffee and cocktails and, and we have that episode on here and it's really good humble break you should listen to it um but it, it's so true right like whether you you dislike your work um you go in every day uh just waiting for five o'clock which no one should do the, the toll on your mental, uh, the, the mental stress of that is insane. Um, or you're looking to try something new. I think for everything that's bad about COVID, I think this is one time to do it, right? One time where like people expect that shift to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think you would see as many people doing kind of the creative, like you said, and, and going out of their way and, and pivoting from chef to, uh, front-end developer in 2019, right? So yeah, for 100%. Um, I love it. Um, 
Okay. Well, yeah, I try to keep these things short. Uh, well, definitely I, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to make like another podcast just with you so we can talk more about success and failures and you've all that. Got, you've got my brain working now too. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I need to get on this podcast train. What the heck? Uh, so where can you, you do provide a lot of content, which is awesome. And a lot of content that I think people need right now. Um, where can people find you? Um, they can connect me on LinkedIn. So I mean, I'm sure you'll have my name when you post this. Of course I will. That's just my name. And then Instagram, you can give me a follow on Instagram. I'm more active on Twitter now than I usually am. Okay. Uh, But yeah. And then you can, and then my email, uh, you can share my email too, if you'd like. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. I'll put it in the description. Awesome. Any, any final words for people, you know, thinking about pivoting? Yeah, I would just say do it. And I also will say, I'm also going to do a, a self plug in here as well. Cause I think of you, should course. Always, you should always self promote, but I also am, I'm like wa- really wanting to start like career coaching as well um, in my own capacity. So if Amazing. anyone wants the chat specifically about like pivoting and if you don't like your job right now, I'm always like open to chat with people in that situation. Yeah. So we'll put all your contact information down. Um, and when we share this, we'll make sure to hopefully direct some people through this. Um, cool. Thanks, Cody. Again, uh, yeah. I love this so much. This is a really <laughs> awesome conversation. Perfect. Well, have a great day and we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>